0: This is AM Rush Sports. I'm your host, Alex Mitchell. We have some breaking news coming out of the tennis world. World Team Tennis is going to have a season this summer. And New York has a dog in this fight. The New York Empire, who play at the Cary Leeds Center up in the Bronx, are now going to play all of their matches at a resort in West Virginia called the Greenbrier starting in mid-July. Last week, I spoke with World Team Tennis CEO Carlos Silva as they were ironing out the final details of the plan to play in White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia. We talked about what is going to be different this season in the league and what to expect from the season's format, and still, that World Team Tennis is one of the most fun and exciting tennis leagues in the world. Carlos, we're going to you now. Carlos, some very big news in world team tennis. Talk about it.
1: Well, you know we've been we've been working hard, Alex, and uh, it, you know we're getting very close to uh, being able to choose our host city. Uh, we've been grinding away, you know, like so many of us have from from home, trying to figure out how we uh, how we get all these great players together on July twelfth. And I think we're very close, and uh, look forward to um, you know making an announcement um, you know next week that. That we'll uh, have a host city and we'll be able to play our season with our, you know, with our broadcast partners at CBS and ESPN, and um, it's exciting. It's it's really exciting. A lot of work, and we're we're getting close. We're getting very close to the finish lines. So fingers crossed.
0: So talk about the criteria that you and your team at World Team Tennis had determined was fitting for the season to go on.
1: Well, it's a, it's a great question, and there's a whole slew of criteria, but there's really only one uh, criteria that matters, because uh, all the others are irre- irrelevant if, um, the as I like to say, the open flag isn't waived. So the, the first thing that has to happen is the open flag in that state has got to be waived by the, the governor, uh, the city. And, you know, others that, you know, where the, the venue and, and, uh, and complex would be. And so we've been tracking, just like all of us, you know, the, the nation beginning to open here over the last, you know, kind of week to 10 days. And so, the, you know, the, that opening is, is now happening in a bunch of states. Um, we targeted states that we felt would, um, would be more likely to be open. And, and we've targeted some states where some sporting events have already happened. And so, you know, like all of us, you know, we're kind of all reporters, you know, every day sort of tracking and, and monitoring what's happening in the in the world, but then in the sports world. And so, uh, you yeah, know, that's really the first criteria. You know, the second criteria is that it's safe, but, you know, certainly we're relying on the state to not open if it's not safe. So in a way, that's a little bit built in. Uh, and then, you know, understanding the venue capabilities, the, the hotel and accommodations, Uh, You know, how we will feed the players and and take care of them as well as the staff, uh, both um, on the league side as well as the production side. Um, And then how do we handle transportation for all of the players? Um, You know, we've been on a number of calls uh, with the White House task force on both medical and sports. And, you know, we're still trying to understand, you know, what will happen with some international players and how we deal with international players but, you know, certainly even for players that are in the U.S., um, you know, getting them into the, the city and, and making sure that, you know, the, the pickup and the, the transport is safe and clean and all of those things are also, you know, on the criteria list.
0: So for people that are going to be tuning in to World Team Tennis for the first time this summer, obviously we're all stoked not just to have tennis back but just a light at the end of the tunnel who are some of the athletes that they can expect to watch that they may not have known about?
1: Well, I mean, if you if you go back to even before um, we got into the COVID nineteen world, you know, you go back to February and, and early March, you know, we had already announced some amazing players uh, that joined the team from you know Sloan Stevens to anchor the Chicago team, you know, the Bryant brothers and Sam Query in. Um, in Las Vegas, uh, you know, Stevie Johnson out in Orange County, along with, you know, Dimitrov and, and, um, and, and you know, the, the, the Skupski brothers were both in, uh, you know, uh, Sophia Kennan. I mean, the list, the list is so long, I'm just sort of thinking off the top of my head. But, you know, from Grand Slam winners to the greatest doubles team in the history of the sport, Uh, and more. And and then I got to tell you, Alex, since, you know, since the last 30 days, 45 days that we've all been trying to figure out the world, um, you know, with tennis, with tennis now, um, you know, off officially from, you know, the ITF, the ATP and the WTA till August 1st. And our season starting the July on July 12th. I I mean, almost every player in the world has called and said, you know, can I, can I jump in and get on a team and world team tennis? So we're, we're sorting through how we deal with that um, that influx of of even more top names.
0: So, with the current set of circumstances, there could even be a bigger pool of talent than you guys were anticipating with this.
1: Oh, there's certain yeah, there certainly will be, and and then as you know, uh, at times we have marquee players pop in for a few matches, uh, and many of those marquee players. Uh, you know, players like Francis Tiafo or or Nick Kyrgios uh, and others have, have also reached out and, and said, uh, maybe I'll play the whole season now and not just come in for three nights.
0: That's certainly exciting. I remember last season, I was covering the New York Empire up in the Bronx and seeing John Isner, seeing Venus Williams, I know it was an away match for her, but seeing that in a non-U.S. Open setting is something really exciting. And the way that you guys do that is something, especially this summer, where really all eyes are going to be on tennis, particularly if you guys are bringing in some additional top-tier caliber talent. Another question I want to ask you about that, with your league going through, do you see that as an indicator for the U.S. Open?
1: Uh, you know, I I, I I don't know that I can – I don't know that any of us can make that determination. The only, the only thing I can tell you is I've been you – the know, USTA is a partner of ours. You know, our, our Orlando team plays at the USTA National Campus in, in Orlando. Um, that What I can tell you is what I've heard from um, from a number of the executives there, you know, going all the way to the top, is that they're going to do everything they can to try and play. Um you know, I mean, it, it, many things are out of all of our control, but I, I do know they're going to try and figure it out, and you know, until they can. And by the way, it was no different than us. I mean, um, as I've said, you know, many times, it, you know, it only takes about 30 seconds to cancel something. You, you send an email and you send it out to everyone. So you can always do that um, if you've explored every single option. And, and that's what we did. And I think I think that's what everyone's trying to do. I'm sure – you know, All the majors have done that, and, and certainly with the U.S. Open being the next major that's on the, the docket, they all want to play, so they're going to do everything they can to try and play.
0: And like I was saying last season, covering the New York Empire, the way that they made the playoffs against Philadelphia last year, that was, that, in my opinion, that was the upset of the year in all of sports. In your league, you get some of the most exciting matches, and so many people are going to have the opportunity to watch them now over the summer. For those that will be tuning in to World Team Tennis for the first time, talk a little bit about the nature of the league.
1: Well, yeah, um, no, you're right. It, it was super exciting. I talked to Luke about that all the time. And, uh, you know, they got into the finals, and the finals was also, you know, incredibly tight. And they had a lot of, you know, both teams had a lot of chances, both New York and Springfield. Um, look, I think I think it is what's so great about World Team Tennis. And, that, you know, the format works. It's great having men and women on the court together, uh, you know, men's singles, women's singles, men's doubles, women's doubles, and then mixed. Uh, it's interesting the way the coaches mix up the, the format of which matches play in which, in which order. But... You know, for the for the folks that don't know, the thing that's interesting about World Team Tennis too is that it's cumulative scoring from set one to set five, and you've got to continue to win games. So, you know, losing a set five one is really bad, but you know, losing a set five three or five four is is not so bad. You know, and you can easily recover from it. And so, it really does keep both teams in the match till that fifth set, and uh, and and it just it just creates a lot of excitement. And certainly with no ad scoring uh, that, you know, we've always played, uh, you know, I just feel like every, you know, you know every 30-15 or every 40-15 point is still massively important because you don't want to get to deuce and have to play that decision point because, you know, it's easy to get broken on a decision point. It's just one point, you know, you, you double fall, you know, you, the returner makes a great return, whatever it might be, and, and then you've lost the game. And it does create quite a bit of excitement. Uh, I think it's a great format.
0: And this is your second year coming in as CEO for World Team Tennis. Obviously, this is a set of circumstances you were not expecting, particularly so early in your role in this. But what did you learn from last year's season that can help you adapt to going forward with this summer?
1: You know, I've, I've been a fan and, and, you know, I've, I've known, uh, you know, I've known Billie Jean and Alana and Markine and, and, uh, you know, a number of the other owners over the years. So, and, and living in Washington DC, you know, been to many Washington castles matches over the years. So I was already a fan, which, which makes it easy. And obviously tennis has, has been such an important part of my life too, um, I think what I learned in 2019 is that uh, is that you know you need to keep building the audience. I think we had great broadcast partners in 2019 with CBS and ESPN. Uh, I think more than ever, um, you, you realize how great the format is and and how much fun the players have. You don't always see professional athletes having a good time and also competing hard. Uh, sometimes you do, but not always. And uh, I think it just it just really made me happy to see how much these individual athletes enjoyed being in a team setting. And, and, you know, it felt much more like an NBA team or a, you know, or, or, you know, a football team or a basketball team or a soccer team because, you know, high-fiving and cheering their, 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 um, their teammates on and, and trying to help them, you know, get a win. And I think, um, I think that's always been the case for world team tennis but I think getting the exposure and helping everyone understand that that this is a great format for tennis and um and you know look you just got to continue to build the audience and and you know continue to expand in new cities which we did in 2019 and you know unfortunately we expanded in Chicago in 2020 and and we won't be able to play in Chicago as we you know look to one host city in in the 2020 year but um yeah, we'll get back to it, and I think all of the cities are also going to support, uh, support their teams.
0: Well, Carlos, I can certainly say after covering the New York Empire, the atmosphere is electric. You have fans up and at them like nothing else. The benches are so energetic. It really—I say that World Team Tennis was one of New York City's best-kept secrets, and now it seems like the secret is getting out, and— I can't wait for this season. It's awesome that you guys are able to put on a year and 2021, when hopefully fans will be able to attend in their home cities, that's going to be something else.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks Alex. And, and uh, we'll keep you posted as the plans get finalized, but uh, uh, it's been a lot of hard work by the team. So I sort of have to congratulate all my teammates to helping us get where we're, uh, where we're getting and, and, being able to put the athletes back on the court on July 12th.
0: Absolutely. Carlos, before I let you go, anything else you want to say about world team tennis?
1: No, just, just that I've got the best job in the world. So uh, <laughs> I'm thankful and uh, I hope everybody's safe and uh, things are going to hopefully you know continue to improve every single day. And, and we look forward to having you guys enjoy our great tennis on July 12th.
0: Of course. Carlos, thank you for coming on AM Rush today. And I have to say, let's go Empire.
1: Thanks a lot, Alex. Of
0: course. And that was AM Rush Sports. I'm Alex Mitchell. I can't wait for the New York Empire to get back on the court. Those were some of the most exciting games I've ever covered in my life, and it's such great news that they're coming back this summer. Take care, New York. Remember, wash your hands. Watch the New York Empire. I'm Alex Mitchell. This is AM Rush Sports.